Hey guys, uh, this is Kevin here.、Um, today I want to do a quick podcast about Cardadian、uh, rhythm. I think that's how you say it.、Um, so I've been reading this book called "Why We Sleep" by、uh, Dr. Matthew Walker. He is a director of a sleep lab in、uh, I think it's at UCLA,、um, and I heard him on different podcasts on the on the Peter Atia medical podcast, and I got his book. I then started reading it, and then、um, there's just so much good information. I'm only like twenty pages in, and I already want to do a podcast about it. I guess maybe we'll do like a solo episode or something, but I kind of want to share what I've learned so far. You know, twenty twenty one pages in. So the first little bit that Matthew talks about in the book "Why We Sleep" is, you know,、um, the concept of you know circadian rhythm, right? So bio clock.、Um, so he kind of lay out like a brief history about、um, the rhythm in chapter two called caffeine, jet lag, and melatonin. Losing and gaining control of your sleep rhythm, so we all know that you know we all get tired during nighttime and then be more energetic in the morning time. You know, at least I'm this way. I'm a morning person.、Um, but he provides a great brief of the history in terms of how we figure out the rhythm that we have, right? So there were just two scientists、um, early on in the 1700s. And seventeen twenty nine, he actually was the first one that discovered the evidence that plants generate their own internal time. And afterwards, a couple hundred years later,、um, there was still a couple scientists called Clitman and Richardson. They designed a, a experiment where they put you know plants that you know expand their leaves during daytime under sunshine. And you know,、um, retract their leaf when the sun is down. They put them, you know,、uh, underneath like a light control environment, so not much light was going through. And then they observed in a controlled light condition to see if the light is really the trigger for. The leaves behaving that way, right? So ex-、uh, expanding under sunlight or、uh, expanding under certain times, and extracting under certain times. And what they realize that is that plants without even an ounce of sunlight can still,、uh, you know,、um, extend their leaves during morning times or during or at noon when the sun is up, and close it during the nighttime. So this tells us that you know the photosynthesis. Hypothesis explanation for that doesn't count, doesn't work, and then they also told us that, you know,、um, the plant had their own circadian rhythm as well, right? And then he also quoted an experiment done by、uh, humans, on the humans, I I should say. So a couple of scientists they、uh, designed into a cave in Kentucky. Where there's no sunlight whatsoever, they stay there for thirty-two days, I believe, and then they realize that you know they were still able to have、uh, rhythm, you know, going to bed at a certain time, wake up at a, at a certain time、um, when there's no light at all for for like a, a human beings.
And then this is where it kind of like, you know, hits me the most. This is the last point I want to make for you guys, make it a short podcast, is that, you know, there's common conception about morning person and evening person, right? So um, on page 20 of his book, the paperback, he says, you know, rhythm, my rhythm is not your rhythm. So he mentioned that, you know, 30% of people are morning person, around 40% of people, uh, People are evening person, meaning they cannot go to bed early, if, even if they, they like try, right? So, and um, another thing is, is that, you know, the other 30% are actually somewhere between morning and evening, and then they're leaning towards evening. So, what he says, what Matthew Walker says is that most people in, in our society are pretty much night owls, right? They cannot fall asleep during night. Like, I'm the other way. Like, I, like my brain stops functioning, like, after 9 p.m. And then I start, you know, fall, uh, falling asleep, losing energy, feeling sleepy. So, definitely, like, you know, I'm a morning person. I can wake up, like, 4 or 5. If I can have a good night of sleep, I can perform, like, right away. But I'm in the minority, as it turns out. And then... This kind of hints me because our society in the general kind of brand the night owls as lazy people, right? And then the way that our business is structured, the way that our um, our working schedule is uh, structured heavily favored people like me, that the morning owls, right? They can get stuff done even before work. And then some people cannot even wake up like an hour, be- an hour be- before work. Like, I usually wake up you know, two, three hours before work, you know, to uh, make myself breakfast and meditate and whatnot. And as it turns out, I'm the minority, right? And the cause of that, you know, uh, Dr. Walker argues that it's strongly determined by genetics. If you're a night owl, then it's likely that your parents are night owl as well. I'm the same way. Like, both of my parents got tired after they watched the, as a Chinese news show, like uh, they run every single day at seven, they're tired like right by like eight p.m., nine p.m. So I'm the same way, and my dad, you know, it's the same thing. Like he is an early riser, and then he just you know wake up and he he does his thing, and then he goes to work at six. That's what I remember, six a.m. though, from when I was growing up, right? So this chapter or the first 20 pages of this book is so influential for my thinking is because you know i realized that i'm in a minority right it has nothing to do with you know people wanting to wake up early they're not waking up early because they are lazy it's mainly because their genetics determines that way so what that means is that you know the night owls are not owls by choice they are bound to a delay, delay, uh, you know, a, a sleep a schedule, and uh, that's determined by their DNA. It's not their conscious fault, but their genetic fate that they have to go to bed late because that's how they function. And I think that's really powerful in terms of you know, because I'm trying to build my team. I'm trying to like you know work with other people, not to able to have this preconceived notion about them. It's actually pretty cool. And also, just a fun fact, and I just realized that, you know, the night owls are actually chronically sleep-deprived uh, sleep because 
they have to <laughs> to wake up early with some morning people like me, and then you know for the first like two three hours of the day, they pretty much cannot function at all. Their prefrontal cortex are you know uh, sleeping or hibernating. So um, definitely this uh, strikes home for me, and I wanted to do a quick podcast with you guys and share with it. Um, and this definitely changed my view of looking at um, morning person and evening person and sort of like the general societal uh, misconception about these two. So, uh, but at the end of the day, if you are a morning person, you're a morning person, nothing against you, you're in the minority. Most people are not morning person. That's totally fine. And I guess as a good leader, as a good, you know, manager of people, you have to really take into that consideration and, you know, adjust to your team, to your office, to your people accordingly. Um, yeah, that's my two cents on this situation. Um, and maybe I should do like a mini series because there's a lot more good stuff about that book. I'm only on page 20 and I already have like a major revelation. So um, we'll see. We'll see how we should brand this podcast and then uh, brand this mini series. But I definitely look forward to reading Why We Sleep by Dr. Matthew Walker. All right, guys, uh, this is Kevin signing off. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Leave a question, and we're happy to, have to uh, answer them on the podcast. Have a great day, guys.